Welcome to Marketing Talks, a podcast that unpacks the careers of marketing leaders by providing insight on how they are growing the brands and organizations they are a part of. Learn practical tips and strategies on how you can grow within marketing while avoiding mistakes along the way. Hey everybody, my name is Jonathan Kaur and in today's Marketing Talk, I'm going to be talking to the Global Product Marketing Manager at Amazon here in Seattle, Washington. My guest, Christine Bequi, has a background in marketing and in sales, working for both Amazon and the Coca-Cola company. Thanks for hopping on this call, Christine. Thanks for having me, John. Awesome. So let's kick this right off. Uh, and uh, obviously, I gave a quick little intro about who you are, but uh, would you mind elaborating just a little bit more on uh, who you are, what you do, as well as uh, you know s- some of the customers and clients you're working with on a daily basis? Sure. Uh, my name is Christine Beckwe, and I work directly with Amazon, helping brands and entrepreneurs of all sizes simplify um, expanding international, um, whether you're a big business or you're a small business. Um, what I do is I help brands and entrepreneurs decide um, whether they should consider global expansion, um, because it's super easy to think that and be overwhelmed that um, with its perceived complexity. So my role is to create the right information architecture across key channels to communicate the right message. Um, But before we do get kicked off, I do have to state that um, these opinions are my own and not the views of my employer. So thanks again, John, for having me on. No problem. Thanks for that clarity. Um, So now, uh, obviously, COVID-19 or coronavirus has been affecting a lot of different people. Um, From your role or from your perspective, has it affected you much as a marketer? And if so, how are you adapting and uh, how are you adjusting to the current pandemic? Sure. Our business, I think, um, like any other business, has been impacted by uh, COVID. And specifically as a marketer, um, the right message at the right time has amplified importance. Um, So like any other brands, name brands that you know, it's been a delicate balance of adjusting to our current environment environment quickly, um, but also carefully to ensure that we're maintaining and building trust um, or maintaining trust with our customers at every level and in any function. I think from from an employee standpoint, it's made me more uh, grateful about the opportunity to be flexible in my work environment. So I'm working at home um, and essentially I can do my job from anywhere in the world. And then also from a consumer standpoint, I think it's made me very curious about what new categories of technology and product is going to be sustained, but also emerge post-COVID. I think there's going to be a new normal that happens, um, and I'm super eager to see what that actually looks like. So now going specifically into your background, um, you're initially from uh, Illinois, right? St. Louis, St. Louis area. Awesome. So, uh, Illinois, Champaign, Illinois, but I worked Champaign. in St. Louis for about three and a half years. Mm-hmm. There we go. And so you, you have your, uh, your BS in uh, accountancy and uh, worked for Coca-Cola in, um, in, in Illinois as a director of sales uh, or district sales manager. Um, and, and I also know that you recently got your MBA in innovation and marketing in 2019. Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. So my curious, my, my, my curiosity is obviously you were in sales, more of a sales role in um, in Illinois, and then now you you know you're uh, the global product marketing manager for Amazon. How how, how did that uh, transition or that evolution take place from sales and more evolving into more of a marketing role? 
That is a really great question. Um, so I think initially when I was thinking of my undergrad um, accounting, they had a really strong accounting program. I think number two, number one or number two um, in the country. So I definitely wanted to take advantage of that. But more importantly, I, accounting really is a language of business and understanding you know, how financial statements work uh, with each other and kind of what the bottom line of the, of the business looks like is super important, no matter what function or what role you have in, you know, in any career. Um, so that's actually why I pursued accounting, but I realized, I think, in my last semester that I don't know if I can do debits and credits and auditing for the rest of my life, so I pursued a career in sales, which is also super pertinent to the business, um, to understand what's happening at the customer level, and that's how I got um, into at uh, started at Coca-Cola and moved up to an actual district manager managing a team of sales reps um, looking to, you know, grow Coca-Cola's presence within their given um, territory. And now here at Amazon, um, you know, working within marketing, actually most of my Amazon career has been in the sales role, um, recruiting, again, brands organically that have never considered Amazon um, as a channel for their business, um, but now working more so in a, in a global capacity helping sellers decide where to expand to, but also how do I make something that's super complex really simple um, in a way that makes sense from a one-to-many one perspective. So that's kind of how that evolved in my career. Awesome. So I'm curious more on your feedback from a sales perspective. How has that background and um, that foundation helped you now in marketing? Like, Because uh, oftentimes I see different marketing people, uh, and this is just my, my own opinion as well, um, don't have a sales background directly, but you know, are focus more on the creative, focus more on the obviously customer acquisition, but less, less outbound approach, less cold calling, less email, you know, a cold emails, all these different things. So how has sales helped you in your marketing role today? Yeah, I think it's had a direct impact and it's definitely shaped and fueled my decisions as a marketer and asking the question, does it make sense um, at any level? Because I think and, and when you're in a sales role, you're kind of getting what everyone has created and developed and marketed and you have to basically take what that uh, product has been and talk to your potential customers about it and get them to make the decision of yes, but also follow through with, throughout the entire process. And so I think as a marketer, it's been a lot uh, more smoother for me to have a solid relationship with our sales teams to be to, to, to make sure that they have the right collateral and make sure that we're also conveying the right message. So whatever is happening from a one-to-one -one perspective, we have to shape it and create it in a way that's also applicable from a macro level perspective and really making sure that we're talking to our customers or uh, our B2B customers one-to-many. So I think that's definitely fueled and shaped my decisions as a marketer is make, making sure that we're asking the question, you know, does it make sense? So. So with your role as a global product marketing manager, what aspects of your job have surprised you the most? Yeah, I would say what surprised me the most is being able to be agile. Every, anything can happen at any moment and any day. And um, that's just the environment that we live in. I think it's more so more prevalent when it comes to, um, you know, global e-commerce. Um, anything that can happen with kind of our political and economic environment that can really shape um, how an entrepreneurs grow and think about their business. So I think that's really what surprised me the most is really how much um, external factors can really play a huge impact in how, um, you know, B2B customers are making decisions. 
So this is a more specific question on, you just mentioned e-commerce and I know that's the main focus that you have within your role. Um, let's assume there's some e-commerce marketers out there who do have a product, who do have a store and are looking at collaborating, you know, with, with Amazon, how, how would they go about that, about doing that, those initial steps? So are you just talking about just a general uh, business or just from a global perspective? Um, maybe general business, because I'm sure that's normally how it starts. And then it probably, then you guys take it from an, you know, actual global expansion you, you mentioned yeah. earlier. So yeah, if you could speak so a little they would, to that. Yeah. So they would go to, uh, sell.amazon.com and learn the process it takes to start their first sale as a third party seller on amazon.com. And they have a really great, um, journey that they take you through to, so that way you can understand sort of what's required and what's involved in becoming a third party seller on Amazon and making Amazon's customers, your customers, um, too. And then once you figure out how to do that locally, um, it's really easy to, uh, make that applicable to expanding to another marketplace. Cause it's the same tools, same resources that any seller has the ability to um, duplicate their success in, you know, the, the U.S. marketplace or wherever their home marketplace is into a, another um, Amazon store in another world, in another country. Awesome. So, so, so you've experienced a lot of growth within Amazon, within the Coca-Cola company. I'm curious, what skills or characteristics do you think helped you uh, like grow into these roles and obviously, you know, allow for promotions and, and different opportunities to present themselves uh, just within an organization like Amazon or even Coca-Cola company? Sure. I think it's learning and being curious and making sure that not only are you just hitting your kind of your individual mark metrics that you've been hired to do, but also thinking about other opportunities that might exist within the business, something that um, is also going to impact your immediate team. And that's going to be seen as super uh, valuable. So and not being afraid to attack, um, you know, an issue or a problem that you see and being able to qualify and quantify that issue is also super important. So that way you can understand what sort of impact that you're making at at any level. So now when it comes to a changing, ever-changing, you know, market like it is online and and, and everything that has to do online, um, how do you stay up to to date with trends or certain like tactics that are that, that are going on or even you know certain platforms that are rising up or certain products uh, you know from your perspective? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I think in every season, it's looked differently for me. Um, you know, again, I asking the question, does it make does it make sense is super important. And the way I actually stay on the cutting edge is to make sure that I'm proactively seeking feedback for, from who I consider to be my customers. Um, you can be the most knowledgeable marketer in the world, but if you don't understand your customers' needs, um, it's going to be really hard, really difficult for you to be effective. So I think in order to stay like on the cutting edge of, of marketing, you always have to make sure you're staying on the cutting edge of knowing what your customer um, needs are and how they're evolving based on the environment that, that you're in and being able to make those changes and be agile to whatever environment that you're in. That's awesome. And uh, obviously hearing it from, uh, from an Amazonian, you know, the, the, the customer obsession is very pinnacle. And I think that's been probably the biggest contribution to the overall success, you know, for, for, uh, Amazon is adjusting to the customer. I think that's, that's great advice. Um, so now it, if you were to start over again, um, within your career, what sort of advice would you give yourself? 
Yeah, I would say um, to start at a macro level, um, when you're looking at an issue or approaching a problem, um, it's super important to understand kind of at a macro level to understand what the problem actually is and then supplement it with um, micro level um, information. So think like anecdotes or voice of customers. So that way you can dive into what the actual issue is. Um, if you do the opposite, um, you might be missing out on a trend or an opportunity that's evolving because you were kind of stuck in your own hypothesis based on a perfect, uh, based on your personal experience and you were able to qualify and quantify that particular issue accordingly. So I think it's super important to use both, you know, the macro level information and data to be able to couple that into kind of anecdotes and voice of customers to really be able to dive into this particular um, problem or issue you're looking to solve. Okay. And uh, what advice would you give to uh, somebody who's either newer in marketing or uh, potentially, you know, might be furloughed or laid off right now? What, what type of advice or encouragement would you give to them right now? Sure. Um, if you're looking for opportunities, um, be persistent. Um, you never know what might come up. Um, and then also be consistent in the opportunities that you're looking for based on where you have a related skill set in terms of experience, but also you actually like and you have a passion for. Um, if you, and then, then if you don't feel like you have a related skill set based on something that you're passionate for, don't be afraid to develop a new skill or, you know, now's the time to really start building your portfolio portfolio and then and practice individually what you want to do in the next role, what you want to do at a corporate level. Um, and one thing I would always say is that looking at the job description, don't let the 65 years of experience requirements prevent you from applying, um, especially if you meet a lot of the other requirements. Um, and you can definitely speak to the experience that you have, you have had in your current role. Use that. You never know. Someone that might have the 65 years of experience, you might have, you might, may have been able to gain that with in five years or less, who knows? Definitely don't be afraid to um, look at those roles and apply for them, but also, you know, be realistic based off of where you've had um, experience in doing that particular role. That's great advice. Love it. So now going into the last part of this conversation, I have the rapid fire questions. And the first question I have is, uh, what's your favorite marketing tool or software that you're currently using? Yeah, I'd say Adobe Analytics goes back to the data, you know, knowing the core information, visits, unique visitors, you know, how much time is spent on your content it helps you shape kind of what you do next. Um, but I'll also answer this question differently. I'm really curious about because I don't do a ton of B2C marketing. Um, you know, there's a company called Decibel that I've been able to kind of I've had a conversation um, with and what they do is they actually look at um, how uh, customers are navigating on your site where they're having points of area and areas of frustration. So that's something I've been really curious about. So that would be a cool marketing tool to kind of dive into um, as well. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. So what is uh, your favorite online marketing course or just course that you've taken online just to learn and upskill within your role and uh, the, the area of, uh, you know, the career that, that you're going through? 
Sure. Well, Coursera has a plethora of courses, and I was able—I was actually exposed to Coursera um, in my um, in my MBA because all the learning was online, and it was coupled with Coursera content and videos. Um, but in Coursera, there's a course by Hayden Noel. He does some really core marketing courses um, that really help you, um, you know, look at Harvard Business uh, re Reviews, so HBR case studies, and um, you know, really apply it, but really challenge you and how you're thinking and in your thought patterns and how you're approaching the specific issue and really diving into the case study. Awesome. I will for sure add that link in the description below. Um, sure. So now, so now what is your favorite business or marketing book? Yeah, so um, this actually is someone, um, an HRBP actually gave this to me a lot earlier in my career. I think it's like my first or second career, uh, first, second year in my career after college. Um, it's a book called Fierce Conversations, and it basically shows you how to make the most of the conversations that you are having in the right way, taking emotion out and bringing facts in and making sure that you're communicating, um, you know, the right message in any, in any part of your life. So whether it's personally, professionally, in whatever aspect, it really kind of helps you um, become a little bit more concise and uh, more pointed and directed in the conversations that you are have, having to make sure that you're making progress in whatever topic you're looking to make progress in. And now, do you have a favorite marketer either from afar, from somebody you admire that you've maybe studied or looked into, or somebody that maybe even within your team or organization that you admire? That's a really great question. And I hate to, this is the only question I'm going to do this to you on, but I actually don't. I actually don't yet. So I'm going to look at some of your other videos to see who are, are some of the other folks' uh, favorite marketers to look into that and find one for myself. So. <laughs> great. Well, thank you for answering those questions. So now if people are interested in connecting with you or learning more about what you do, uh, what platforms or channels um, can they can they link up with you at? Yeah, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. So Christine with the C-H and Beckwe with the B-E-K-O-E. So thanks so much. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on uh, this call and sharing your knowledge with the community online, uh, your experience, and then also some of the resources that, helped, that have helped you within your marketing career. Uh, and thanks for hopping on this call, Christine. All right. Appreciate it, John. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show to receive more content like today's episode.